Hello everybody, this is Opposing the Matrix. It's Dave again, doing a solo show on this Sunday night at 10.57 p.m. Pacific Time on the 21st of June, 2020. Um, I'm assuming that we'll be going into the next day on this show, because this might be a long one. I'll try to get through it as fast as possible. Um, where do I start with this? I want to start probably with a disclaimer because I know there are going to be some people that listen to this that are going to say, oh, my goodness, he's getting into numerology. Well, not really, uh, although numbers do play a, an important part in uh, in God's scheme of doing things. We know he uses seven a lot. We know he uses the number three a lot. We know that each number has a designation, six being the number of man. I mean, if numbers weren't important, why would he talk about the number 603 score and six in Revelation as being the number of the Antichrist? And people still have tried to figure that one out. And I don't know if they will until maybe just before the um, revelation of that man of perdition. And maybe uh, he'll reveal something to show that that number is correct in Revelation. But I think right now it's futile to look for who it is by using those numbers. Um, there are going to be certain things that have to happen first and certain characteristics that are going to be about this person that we'll have to see before we can even figure out who it is. So if you're looking for the Antichrist, uh, you know, if, if it's a past time of years and you like it, go ahead. But, you know, don't think that it's going to happen. You probably won't know. Um, you won't know until the Holy Spirit's moved out of the way and the son of perdition is revealed. And God's not going to reveal him until God wants to reveal him. So... To me, it's a waste of time, but if it's something you like doing, um, just don't make a doctrine out of it, okay? Um, and remember that God works in Hebrew. He doesn't work in English or, or any other language. He uh, he came as a Hebrew man. He came as a Hebrew prophet. He came as the Hebrew Messiah. And he is the uh, son of the living God as well as God. So, uh, son of God and son of man. So, anyway... Um, so with that in mind, you know, every once in a while I like to, and I do this kind of as a hobby. I don't do it. I don't make a doctrine out of it. I do find some interesting parallels when I do this. And what I do is I put these parallels out there for people to look at and then let them decide. Okay. Um, maybe yes, maybe no, who knows, who knows when it comes to this stuff. But, uh, now what about names? Okay. Uh, do names, uh, when your parents name you, does that, is that going to give you a uh, character when you get older? Are you going to be like the original person that held that name? Um, what are some noble names? William is a noble name. Um, I, I've gotten along with a lot of Williams. My stepfather's name was William. Um, I've, every William I've ever met has been a nice guy. Same with Bills, which is short for William. <coughs> There are some names that I do not get along with, uh, people that have those names. And I won't say those in case one of those names is yours. Who knows? You might hit it off. But um, anyway, it's, I don't know, it's just uh, God tells us that he uh, chose David as king of Israel because David was a man after God's own heart. Uh, and he called David beloved. Now, did, did the name David mean beloved before God called him that? Um, did David, the name David always mean beloved in Hebrew? Who knows? But it does now, you know, I'm not saying that for my own edification, trust me, because my middle name is Yaakov or James, and that's uh, that means supplanter. So 
Um, you put the names together, I'm the beloved supplanter. Um, anyway, so, uh, see, so there are, there are caveats to this thing. Um, but more often than not, I have found that there are certain people with certain names that have certain characters and they all have the same character. Um, for instance, Kathy's, I've always gotten along with Kathy's and Kathy's almost always have the same character. As I mentioned earlier, Williams, Daniels, I've always gotten along with Daniels. I've always gotten along with Jim's. Well, maybe because my name, my dad's name was James, and that's my middle name. But every Jim I've met, well, maybe for exception of one um, that I currently know, I get along with very well. Um, I don't know. It's just a really weird thing. And maybe maybe I'm striking a chord with you. Maybe you think I'm a complete lunatic by mentioning this. But it's something I've found. It's, it's my radio show, so I can talk about it. Um, if you don't like it, you know, you can... Make your own radio show and refute what I have to say. But uh, and I didn't mean to say that to be mean. You know, I just said it to, you know, if uh, I've got an opinion and um, I'm still allowed to voice it. And although sometimes YouTube doesn't like it and sometimes um, Facebook doesn't like it. And I've been kicked off of Twitter. Yes, I got kicked off of Twitter. Do you believe that? I don't know. Maybe calling Pelosi and Schumer names wasn't a nice thing to do, but. You know, a trader is a trader, and what are you going to do? Anyway, so I've done this with a few names, and we'll go through this tonight. But the one thing I wanted to do, and, and I've mentioned it on the show before, um, we had a show probably about three or four months ago, the three of us, me, Jim, and Eric, and we were looking at oddities, and I mentioned this this one here. And I, I didn't mention all the names, so I want to go through them all. But, uh, yeah, I was fooling around one night and decided I, there's a thing online called the Gamatria um, uh, Generator. Gamatria Generator. And uh, when you put your name in there, you know, um, what I do is I, I put the the name. Uh, if, it's, if it's a woman, I put her maiden name in there, plus a middle name, because middle names are important also. So, um, for instance, I did Nancy Pelosi. Now, she has a middle name. I think it's Diane. I'm not sure. But it's. Oh, I'll be talking about it tonight, so we'll see. Um, and, and my own middle name and stuff like that. So um, anyway, and I only go by what the Hebrew meanings of it are. Um, every sound that we have in English has an equivalent in Hebrew, except for um, I don't think uh, the, the Hebrew doesn't have the letter J. Um, so the people that that <laughs> crack me up that think they're Bible scholars and they'll be talking about uh, ancient Hebrew or something like that. And they'll say Jerusalem. I'm like, no, it's actually Yerushalayim. There is no J in Hebrew. Um, much to their disdain. And then they usually don't like me after that. But what the heck? So anyway. Um, so every word or vowel or whatever has a equivalent in Hebrew. Um so if you use the Gematria uh, calculator, um, and, and you got to remember also that uh, modern Hebrew has vowels, okay? Ancient Hebrews never had values. So, my, and for instance, my name is David, D-A-V-I-D, or David, however you want to say it. But in Hebrew, in ancient Hebrew, it would have been DVD. Yes, I'm a DVD disc. How about that? Um, so, you know, and if you say David, you know, David. You know, it sounds like David. So anyway, and you can get a lot out of Hebrew that way, too. 
by reading ancient Hebrew and you just kind of sound it out and it sounds like a modern Hebrew equivalent. So you go with that. But anyway, uh, you know what? I, I got to apologize. I'm a little out of breath. I, um, I had an allergic reaction a couple of weekends ago. And uh, so I, I kind of got the voice of an old man today, kind of a little shaky and stuff. Plus, I, I, um, I came down with something last week, and it's given me shortness of breath also. So um, you're going to hear me taking breaths a lot more often than I did in the past. So I apologize for that. So, no, I, I didn't age another 12 years. Um, it's just uh, the breathing is a little, little changed. And hopefully that'll get better as this next week goes along. So anyway, um, so the other day I was fooling around and I went, well, you know, I've done names before. Let me try COVID-19. Okay. And see what comes up. I just want to see what comes up and see what's interesting. Now, when you do one of these things in Nicomatria, um, you'll get maybe 30, maybe 30 or 35 results. Now, some of them are just plain ridiculous. You know, um, like you, you might put in something and you might get Elmer Fudd. Well, what does Elmer Fudd have to do with that person? <laughs> Unless they speak like Elmer Fudd, then maybe you hit it right on it, hit the nail right on the head. But um, for the most part, there are some that you can eliminate. Um, there's some weird ones that come up, and I always type those into a search engine to see what that could mean. Uh, you'll see that tonight that that came up. And um, sometimes you get some very interesting things out of that. So um, anyway. Uh, what I did is I plugged in COVID-19, and uh, here are some of the results, okay? First result is the phrase, read the transcript, okay? Now, I'm not, it's no secret I'm a QAnon fanatic. I like reading QAnon posts. Believe me, I take them all with a grain of salt. But, um, and forgive me also, because I had a cup of coffee before, and for some reason it's just not setting with me, right? So... I might have to do silent belches while I'm talking with you. And if it gets quiet, that's what I'm doing, but you won't hear it. Anyway, um, so read the transcript came up, and this could be referring to the QAnon post because QAnon is very um, revealing when it comes to things that are going on in our nation nowadays. Uh, I don't know who QAnon is. Some people speculate it's Donald Trump. Others speculate it's John F. Kennedy Jr., who never died but faked his death, and he's going to be coming back to run either with Trump this next presidential term or maybe afterwards, after the next term. So um, we shall see about that. But anyway, QAnon is a person that has to be some kind of insider because he, he knows things uh, just before they happen or well before they happen, and lo and behold, they happen. So um, and a lot, you know, a lot of people criticize them because they'll come out with some outlandish stuff and they'll say, oh, there's no way that'll happen. And, yeah, it doesn't happen right away, but six months down the road, bam. And, uh, and, and in, in Q circles, we call that boom, you know. Uh, we'll recite what he said maybe six months or a year ago and then go boom, like it's happening. Okay. Anyway, the second thing that came up was it, it's Zodiac, I-T-Z, like it is Zodiac. Now, COVID-19 started in China at or around 11, uh, November of 2019. The zodiac signs for November are Scorpio, which Scorpio is, uh, is the scorpion or poison, and Sagittarius, the hunter. And the question is asked, is COVID-19 a poison virus that is sent out to hunt for specific populations or peoples? 
Well, we know that it uh, attacks older people, and we know that it attack, could attack younger people, although that's pretty well been dismissed now. It mostly goes for older people and people that have uh, immune systems that aren't quite up to par, uh, you know, people like that that might have autoimmune uh, things like AIDS and stuff like that. Um, it attacks them. Or it'll attack an older person that isn't immune compromised that is stuck in with other people that are immune compromised. Um, a la um, Governor Cuomo, what he did in um, New York, sticking in healthy um, elderly people in with uh, in, in the nursing homes with people that were had the disease, and uh, it didn't turn out uh, quite as well as he thought. And a lot of people that didn't need to die died, and uh, Governor Cuomo will have to answer for that someday, either to a court here in this world or before Almighty God. But uh, he's not getting away with it. Anyway, the third word that came up was V-Chain, V-E-C-H-A-I-N. Now, I kind of thought I knew what this was, and I was right. But I did a a little research, and um, it's a cryptocurrency. Okay, and if you don't know what cryptocurrencies are, they're they're money that is kind of based on nothing, but it's based on something. And uh, there's shares of of these coins that are traded. And... um, and they go up and down in value. And if you have um, some of those coins, they're, I think one of them, each coin is worth like 9,000 U.S. dollars. So, um, and that's Bitcoin. So uh, you and I will probably never be able to afford one of those. But there are other ones. And, and I've invested a little bit in some of the lesser um, denominations of different coins. So. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, so it's a cryptocurrency. VeChain is and it's secretly used. Um, people use it to pay for everything. Some of the coins that I have, you actually get a credit card and use your credit card to pay for things. And it takes it out of your account, your crypto coin account. Anyway, uh, I don't do that because I don't believe in credit, uh, especially credit cards. Um, if you got them, pay them off and get rid of them. Trust me. All you're doing is paying for the new world order. Um, so the question has to be asked, maybe VeChain is the way Obama funded the uh, Chinese labs, because we know that he funded the Chinese labs, especially Wuhan, um, where this virus came out of. So maybe uh, old uh, Barry Soratoro used this, used VeChain to pay for it. Maybe that's why it comes up when you put in COVID-19. Okay. Uh, number four is the phrase, figure it out. Now, seemingly, it's a command to search for the truth, okay? Hey, you figure it out, you know? Uh, I come from New Jersey, and a lot of times, you know, my answer to something instead of I don't know is just, or if I do know and I don't want to answer it, I'll just say, figure it out, you know? And that's seen as being rude and crass and everything else. But, uh, you know, I uh, I come from a place where people are not snowflakes. Uh, snowflakes to us actually fall from the sky. They don't fall into your life um, so when I figure it out seemingly a command to search for the truth again this is a suggestion that seems to refer back to QAnon if you want to know what's going on figure it out and read the transcript okay excuse me <clears throat> now the next one that comes out is very very interesting and it's the phrase the manifestation of Babylon and Babylon is spelled B-A-B-A-L-O-N and in a lot of parts of the world it is spelled that way Okay, in English, we, we uh, choose to spell it B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, Babylon. Um, 
but in other parts of the world uh, where they use uh, the same script that we do, they spell it B-A-B-A-L-O-N. And that's uh, sort of explanatory because Babylon is not the symbol of anything good. And um, during the Revelation period, which hasn't come to us yet, all the plagues that uh, are going to visit Babylon, one of them is uh, one of them is um, is disease. Okay, but Babylon is a place. Babylon is a um, is also a system. So if this was a, a contagion, and I don't call it a virus anymore, and you can listen to one of the radio shows that I did about that and see why I don't call it a virus anymore. But um, so it could be a spiritual manifestation of or, or a manifestation by the deep state. Um, of something that they're trying to introduce in this, into this world to change things, um, to make us demand that there's a vaccination for this and uh, to allow them to uh, uh, cultivate us, is a nice word, cultivate us into being obedient little slaves for them by wearing masks and not going out certain times of the day and not going to places to eat and stuff like that. Um, now, the next one that comes up is Prince Harry. And Prince Harry's an interesting character because if you look at him, he doesn't really look like he comes from the House of Windsor. And the rumor is that uh, Princess Diana was having an affair with somebody, and Prince Harry is actually the son of that other person. Uh, recently, meaning this year, Prince Harry and his wife, uh, Meghan Markle, I think, boy, was that a mistake that he's going to be sorry for. Anyway, um, they have left... Um, the royal court and have moved to Canada, I do believe, uh, although I think they're spending some time in Los Angeles. That's where she's from. Surprise, surprise. Um, and um, so and I last time I heard they were going to strip him of his uh, royalty because he left. And, uh, you know, there's a price to pay for everything we do. And if young people today would realize that uh, Prince Harry would be a good person to tell them. Uh, now, why did he leave the royal court? Well, maybe he knows who they are. Not being a Windsor and being from another family, maybe he has eyes, in other words, to be able to see what's going on there that the others are either blind to or willfully ignorant of accepting. So anyway, the next word is da Vinci. Um, and there's a quote that I found. Uh, from Da Vinci, and it, it kind of fits in, and, and you decide, okay? The, the quote is, in rivers, the water that you touch is the last of what has passed and the first of that which comes. So with present time, okay? I'll read it again, and then, you know, you kind of go with this where you want to go, okay? I think it's referring to um, this this particular era in time we are. It's... Um, the water that we're touching is is going away and there's new stuff coming in and uh, new water coming in because, you know, the water that you touch is if it's flowing, that is, in rivers, it always is flowing, uh, sometimes slowly, sometimes very fast. But that river that you touch right there is that part of the water is never coming back again. And even while your hand, hand or fingers are in the river, um, the water that you're touching is water you've never touched before. It's a very interesting phrase, and it almost suggests time travel. But again, I'll let you go where it goes. But it says in rivers, the water that you touch is the last of what is past and the first of that which which comes. So with present time. Okay. 
um, kind of goes along with uh, Einstein's thought of time is time is like a river. I think it was Einstein. It might have been Newton. Um, anyway, another one came up, and I found more on this tonight. And I hope I can remember it. Uh, the the term is Trump blood moon. Now Trump was born June 14, 1946. President Trump was born on a blood moon 700 days before Israel became a nation. And he just so happens to be the very president who decides to declare Jerusalem as the capital of Israel during the 70 year anniversary of Israel as a nation. Um, I know that he loves Israel. I know that, well, he loves Jews, too, because his daughter is uh, married into a Jewish family and converted. And his grandkids through that union are Jews and he loves them. He really does. Man, I just wish people could sit down with Trump and get to know him and find out he's really a man of love and peace. But he has to be a lion right now. He went in as a lamb and and uh, they almost crucified him. And now he's he, this next term, he'll turn into a lion. I promise you. But um, also there was a blood moon last year in January. And they called it a Trump blood moon. They also called it a wolf moon. Uh, but this Trump blood moon that that happened happened almost exactly one year to when the. Um, the coronavirus started to manifest in the United States. It started to manifest, I think, as early as uh, November of uh, 2018 in China, but it didn't get to the United States and or the West until at least January of 2019. So something to think about, huh? So see how this all works out, how it all kind of, it all kind of just, works it it uh it's it's uh you couldn't make this stuff up i think is a good way to put it you just couldn't make this stuff up and and i don't know you'd have the best writers in hollywood couldn't make this stuff up so anyway let's see we're going to move on here okay next one's a little more complicated but it's interesting very very interesting the numeric equivalent in Hebrew to COVID-19 is the phrase Satan Moloch Thamiel, T-H-A-U-M-I-E-L, Thamiel. Now, we know Satan means deceiver, liar, and, and such. Molech defines as Moloch, or the other names are Molech, Malek, Milcom, Malcam, all the same entity, is the biblical name for the Canaanite god associated with child sacrifice uh, through fire or war. Uh, a lot of times when they would capture children to uh, celebrate and thank their gods, they would, um, how do I say this, they would sacrifice the children. Sad but true. Uh, Thamiel is interesting. It's a definition is intricate, but understandable. And if one reads it over a few times, I'm only going to read it once. Okay. Now this comes from a Jewish source. A lot of your, Oh, Jewish source. Oh, you know, he's reading from Jewish sources. Well, you know what? You guys read from expositors of, uh, of the Bible that aren't always right. So, you know, if you're, um, Calvinist, you're going to read stuff that uh, Arminius aren't going to like and, and vice versa. So 
Um, think about that before you cast the first stone. Tom, now, here's the explanation, and this is uh, kind of a, an explanation from a Jewish perspective, okay, rabbinical perspective. Some of the words are going to you're not going to understand, but try to go with it, okay? Because it's, it's a little long, and I don't want to read it twice, especially being winded the way I am. Um, they're called the Twins of God. It's the name of one of the um, Quilof uh, in the Kabbalah. And again, I do not support the Kabbalah or the Kabbalah. Um, it just so happens to be a work that has a lot of stuff in it that if you read it, eh, you take it with a gigantic, you don't just take it with a grain of salt. You take it with a a whole container of kosher salt <laughs> because a lot of it's crap, a lot of it's um, new age, a lot of it's um, occult. But um, anyway. So you read it and then you, you throw that you throw out the bad stuff and keep the good. And, you know, if you had a ton of, of uh, Kabbalah, you'd probably throw out 999 pounds and just keep one pound or actually 1,999 pounds and just keep one pound. That would be worthwhile. So that's how that's what I believe of it. OK, so I don't endorse it, but it just so happens to be in this script. In the Kabbalah, the shadow side of the Kabbalistic tree of life, it is a shadow of the Sephirah, Keter, or the crown. While Keter, or the crown, is concerned with the unity of God, Thamiel represents the dual condemning forces struggling and is represented by two giant heads with bat-like wings. See what I mean? Weird stuff, right? Um, now, Let's take an aside here, okay? Because if you look at um, societies like Native American, let's look at Native American first. Um, they have a great reverence for, for eagles and especially eagle feathers. And that's why uh, one reason why it's illegal to kill um, eagles, not only because they were an endangered species, not so much anymore. And uh, they fly over my house every day, scoping out my dogs. <laughs> but... Um, and I'm talking about bald eagles. But anyway, uh, the feather of an eagle is darker on one side and lighter on the other. And they see that as kind of like the uh, the um, Eastern religions see the yin and yang, that everything is balanced out, good and evil. Well, you and I know that's not true. If that was true, then they balanced out. They would cancel each other out. We would never have a need for Yeshua or, or Jesus to die for us in our sins. We could do that all ourselves. But uh, no, that's not true. We can't do that. Anyway, the um, Olifoth are uh, not the opposite of the Seraphat, but the shadow. They are chaotic forces that are unleashed when one of the Seraphat is not balanced with the others. Therefore, although Ketor, the crown, is concerned with the unity, implicit to its existence is the concept of duality. See, here we go with the duality again. And again, I'm saying that this is all occultish okay it's it's kabbalistic and it's crap okay <laughs> but it kind of helps you to understand where i'm coming from when i say that uh when when the phrases use satan moloch and thamiel we know who satan is we know who moloch was the god that they used to uh sacrifice young children to even the israelis did that um at their worst and uh okay anyway 
It is the first emanation from Ein Sof, the point of consciousness that crystallizes out of the vast emptiness. See, see what I mean by crap? Um, without the forces of the other Seraphoth to balance it, specifically Malkuth below, it would exist as something apart from Ein Sof, God in his totality, or God in his totality. I guess it's Ein Sof. Anyway, however, since all the paradoxical and contending forces unleashed through the Ketor or the crown find their eventual rest and resolution in Malkuth, the balance and the unity of God are, manif- are maintained. Well, the, the unity and balance of God are going to be maintained without evil. As a matter of fact, they're going to be maintained when there's a new heaven and new earth and evil is put away and destroyed forever. So you're going to notice that as I go through this, I am going to, I am going to come against it with every bit that I have because it's garbage. Okay. But it helps you to understand why those phrases up there are the same numeric value. So Satan, Moloch, but just think Satan, Moloch and crap. Okay. So anyway, uh, the ruler Femiel is Satan. Satan is the legend. Satan in legend was the chief of the angels holding a position similar to that of Kether. And I think when they're saying Kether, they're actually referring to Moshiach or Messiah or Jesus Christ or the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. Okay. So here, even though they don't believe in the Trinity, they're, they're showing that there is a father and a son. Okay. Um, which I find pretty interesting. Now that's not crap. That's good stuff. Um, According to Islamic legend, after God created man, Satan and his angels refused to bow down before Adam. I think there's a lot of truth there. Ralph Austin describes that in the thought of the Islamic mystics, Ibn Arabi, the diabolical principle is that is that which resists the self-realizing urge to create the own other object creation and insist in the sole right of pure spirit and transcendence. This being the reason for Satan's refusal to obey God and command his and command to prostrate himself to Adam for jealousy for the uh, integrity of uh, pure spirit. Okay, um, from what I'm getting from that is that you know he didn't bow down to Adam uh, basically because he thought that it was his right to have his own creation and to make his own Adam and to make. Uh, make a life for himself, basically. And that was part of his rebellion to make a, a, um, maybe a universe would be a good way to put it for himself. And he saw that the um, creation of man is putting a, a wrench in that work, so to speak. So seeing this in a Kabbalistic way, this means the refusal of Kether or the pure spirit to find completion and self-realization through the act of emanation and creation terminating in Malkuth. Satan, therefore, represents the spiritual pride and arrogance. Well, that's true. Okay. And it was a rebellion against God and a jealousy of Jesus Christ because Jesus would be the kinsman spirit, not kinsman spirit, the kinsman redeemer of uh, mankind through his sacrifice on the cross someday. And I think the devil knew that was going to happen, but why he put Jesus on the cross or Yeshua on the cross, knowing that was going to happen. Maybe he thought he could circum, circumvent it somehow, 
because he seems to do that a lot. He seems to think he can circumvent God a lot, but he uh, always tends to uh, forget that uh Bavhe or Yahweh or God, however you want to say his name, um, already has written history and is already standing at the end of history looking back on it. So um, Satan having uh, left his uh, first estate and having uh, rebelled, cannot see, uh, knows a little bit about what the end is because, you know, Satan can read scripture too and probably understands it pretty darn good, but doesn't believe it and doesn't want to accept it. So anyway, um, it goes on. It's a second. It is also the principle which insists on a separate reality of cosmic life and substance in, at, and which denies all primacy in spirit. In other words, it is the principle which would seek to insist on the separate reality of either pole at the expense of the other, and thus to impair the original wholeness of the divine experience as a reality by trying to sever the all-important link between own and other and consign each to mutually exclusive isolation and absurdity. Well, that kind of makes sense, too. Uh, which nearly fits with the Kabbalistic uh, description of Satan as the master of the dual contending forces. Okay, we got through that. Hallelujah and praise the name of Yahweh. Um, the next uh, name number that came up or name that came up for that number is DNA instruction. Very interesting phrase. And it probably refers to COVID vi- the virus or the COVID, uh, let's say, organism. I don't believe it's a virus anymore. Having specific DNA instructions like targeting certain populations, blood types, and such. Uh, the Chinese came out with a study. Now, again, like the Kabbalah or Kabbalah, you have to take Chinese research with a grain of salt. You can just use a grain with Chinese research. Kabbalah used a whole container of salt. Um, but the Chinese supposedly did a test uh, right after this whole thing started and people were dying in droves and found out that people with A, a factor blood, not a factor, but a type blood, um, somehow caught and succumbed to the disease more than people with O type. So um, whether that is actual proof, truth or, or what uh, remains to be seen, and I haven't read anything else about it, um, I don't think that science in the Western world is interested in that. They're interested in, in actually turning us into a slave force. So they're not going to try to find ways to protect people that might be more vulnerable. They just want to scare us and force us into doing what they want us to do. Okay. Now the next one was uh, District of Columbia. Um, it's coming out that Obama administration funded research in these Chinese labs, including biology, virology labs. And a, a great deal of that money went to the lab in Wuhan. And to be fair to Obama, which I really don't want to do, uh, that after after Trump became president, those rules were still in effect. And I don't know if he didn't know about them or what, but uh, that money, money still continued to pour into that lab until Trump shut everything off. And now they're not getting anything. Okay. The next one is the letter S and then the word Dishon or D-I-S-H-O-N and then set reset. Now, Dishon was uh, a descendant of Esau, Esau, and you know that Esau was a brother of Jacob, and he was the one that sold his birthright to Jacob, and um, 
and his and his name also his uh, position. Um, his name means buffalo. Um, Deshaun does now. Whether it's like an American buffalo or a water buffalo, I don't know. I'm assuming since it's uh, the Asian part of the world, it's probably more of a water buffalo, not a bison. Uh, his firstborn was named Uz or Uz, which could mean replacement. Okay, Uz was the province where Job supposedly lived. His uh, Job's life was a definite big reset. <laughs> you got to agree with me on that one. You know, to be rich and have everything, lose everything, and then still have faith in God to where God honors that, gives you everything back and even more. Um, you know, I've often thought about the life of Job and wondered if I could ever do what he did, and I just don't want to find out, okay? And I'm 61 this year, and hopefully I never will find out. Um, there's not enough time. Um, interesting, too, is that the letter S is the 19th letter of the English alphabet. Uh, COVID-19 can be also called COVID-S. Don't know what that means, but let's just remember it. Maybe it'll come into factor someday, right? Maybe it means spiritual. Mm, it's a spiritual thing. Huh, never thought about that. That's a new one today, tonight at 11.34 p.m. Okay, the next one that comes up is spiritual prince. Is has the same numeral um, value as COVID-19 in Hebrew. Um, a reference to Satan, of course, the prince of the power of the air. It is interesting that uh, they are saying that COVID-19 virus or, mech, or the COVID-19 bug, let's just say bug, is spread through aerolizing in the air and afterwards it falls to earth or surfaces. I know it's a stretch, but one worth considering. Satan is a fallen angel and he fell and so does the virus. Or, excuse me, so does the organism. Now, here's a real interesting one. Um, now, there's a guy, I can't remember who it was, and please, if you listen to this, forgive me. I wish I could remember who you were. Um, it's in an email somewhere, but I'm on a live radio show, and I can't really research it right now. Um, if I remember later on, I'll do some kind of credit for you. But he uh, he's on the internet. He came up with the following idea. He said, has anyone ever thought that there's a hidden message from God about the COVID-19 outbreak? Reverse COVID-19, it becomes 91 DVOC or 91 Psalm or Psalm 91. And DVOC could mean be an acronym for destroy influenza virus outbreak completely. And he suggests reciting Psalm 91 with all your might and spiritual strength below is Psalm 91. And I will read it for you. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Hmm, noisome pestilence, that's a kind of like a disease that causes a lot of noise. A lot of people are complaining. A lot of people are wondering. A lot of people are um, speculating. Um and the fowler, of course, is someone who would set up a net to catch uh, free birds. That's interesting. I just thought about that. It, it's the snare to fowler. Maybe it's, uh, well, we know that this COVID-19 thing is a me- COVID-19 thing is a mechanism for them to further clamp down on, a, on our freedoms and take them away. So that would be the part of a fowler to take away the freedom of free-flying birds. Interesting. 
Okay, verse 4. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the for the arrow, arrow that flieth during the day, nor from the pestilence, insert disease, that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction and that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh to thee. Let's touch on that real quick. You know, I got this little bug going right now, and I don't think it's COVID. Okay. And I'm getting better and I've only had it for four days. And I, I'm not even going to go get tested because I don't think I don't have it. But anyway, um, I hear all about COVID. I hear that there's cases all over the place. I hear that, you know, people are dying left and right. I don't see it. I work in a hospital for goodness sakes, although albeit a, a mental hospital, but or a psych hospital, but still you think you'd see some cases of it. You know, I don't, sorry, but I don't. So if these people are fallen by my, if, if a thousand are fallen by my, my left side and 10,000 at my right hand, I don't see it, but uh, maybe that's part of the promise. I'm not supposed to see it anyway, only with thine eyes that shall, <laughs> shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Well, there blows that thing. Huh? I guess I would see it if it were real. Um, because the house thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil before thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Another, another, um, little mention about, um, sickness, not coming near your house for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in thy hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. They shall tread, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under thy feet because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. What a neat promise, huh? Because we know his name. He's setting us on high and nothing can really touch us. He shall call upon me, meaning me and you, and I will answer, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. Uh, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Okay. The last word, yes, there is a last word in this, but we got a few more of these to go through, um, is vape. Now, there are two definitions for this word. The first is that uh, what contemporaries know, an act of breathing vapor through a heated pipe uh, or a smoking machine. The second, however, is a shortened term for the word vaporizer. And we know that COVID-19 is spread through vaporization of particles through human exhalation. So anyway, a lot of interesting words came up just typing COVID-19 in a Gamatria calculator. Like I said, other words came up. I did not include those because they were not pertinent to what we were studying. Okay, let me minimize this because we're gonna go into other things which are pretty interesting. Okay. Now, uh, I wanna save this clown for last. So bear with me while I, while I try to find stuff here, okay? 
Um, let's see. So that's that one. That's that one. I got to get rid of this and then just move some stuff over on my desktop and I'll be able to access the other things that I wanted to look at. Okay. Now, I like looking at, um, wow, it's neat. I got three of them here. So that's four altogether. How much time do we have, folks? Already at 45 minutes. I I better hoof it. This is either going to be a two-part series or it's going to be a almost three-hour show. So anyway, I, I took this calculator, this Camacho calculator, and I entered some names into it. Okay. And I think I'll start with, uh, since we're talking about COVID, um, let's, let's look at Anthony Stephen Fauci. Okay. Now I finished this. Uh, okay. Let me for some reason that came back up. Okay. Let me um <clears throat> go into this, okay? Now again, I had to get rid of stuff like uh, you know, if uh the name, let's just for the sake of using a name, the name Cinderella came up, you know, I'm not going to use that cuz that's not pertinent. Uh but things that are pertinent in a spiritual sort of way or a scientific sort of way or a character sort of way, I did include, okay? And um Actually, I finished this the other day. I finished up uh, Schumer this morning. Okay. Anthony Stephen Fauci, last name, F-A-U-C-I. And I hate to say he's Italian because part of me is Italian, and this guy is an embarrassment to my ethnicity. Actually, he kind of fits in with, uh, if if you think of Italians as being crooked and uh, money grubbers and, uh, and and things like that, uh, mob sort of people. He fits right in. Uh, but uh, if you think of Italians as being just the, the nice guy next door that knows how to make pizza and and maybe owns a little pizzeria around the corner and is generous and everything else, well then, thank you very much. Because most of us are like that. We're a lot of times we're cast into a um, into a light by what the darkness does, the darkness of our um, ethnicity does. But um, anyway, and we're not all Catholics, okay? Uh, There's a lot of Protestant Italians. Okay, so the first thing that came up was the word white light. Now, Fauci was educated in a Jesuit university, and the Jesuits are thought by many to be a Luciferian order. My first wife, Lourdes, despised the, the... the um, the Jesuits. Uh, she was from Mexico, and uh, the Jesuits are very ensconced in, in Mexico, and um, they uh, are basically the Vatican's police force, and uh, have been responsible and still are responsible for the deaths of many people. Um, if the Catholic Church doesn't like you and they want you dead, the uh, Jesuits are probably going to do it or order somebody to do it. Anyway, the Bible tells us that, that Satan often manifests as an angel of light. Which would make sense because the name Lucifer means light bearer. Fauci, it is said, does not call himself a Catholic anymore and he thinks of himself as a humanist. Thus he has walked away from any semblance of the God of the Bible, which there still is a lot of that in in Catholicism, although, albeit some of it's kind of weird and goofy. Um, And he's joined the light bearer in in darkness. So um, he's, a lot of times when you, 
when you know the truth and you leave the truth and you you walk into darkness and embrace it well not a lot of times anybody does that is deceived and they they fall into the camp of lucifer the light bearer and it says that uh he manifests himself as an angel of light which means that when he manifests himself he's very bright and has an aura uh, of brightness so um or a white light. And I do have to question some people that have had uh, near death experiences and have walked into the light. If I was ha- that was happening to me, I would not walk toward the light. I would ask Jesus to intervene because I'm not so sure that walking toward the light is the right thing to do in that instance. Could be wrong. Okay. But that's my feeling about it. Okay. Now get this. Um, another name that comes up that has the same numerical value is the phrase new normal. Unless you've been sealed up in a cave with no television, radio, or internet, you know that that phrase is quite prevalent nowadays, and they're telling us that what we're going through now is is going to be a new normal. That's never going to go away. Okay, we're always going to be wearing masks of some sort, or we're always going to be wary of uh, being around crowds and stuff like that. And believe me, a lot of people are walking into this and 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 believing it. Um, I told a story on the on the radio show a few weeks ago about how um, uh, we're, my wife and I aren't wearing masks. We never have. Um, and uh, I was at a place called Fred Meyer. It's kind of like a, a super supermarket. It's a supermarket drugstore and hardware store all put together. It's kind of a neat place, although the prices are terrible. Um, well, anyway, we were there and my wife's feet were hurting her. So we went out this one exit that was right by a yogurt shop and we wanted to go get a frozen yogurt anyway. So she went there and I said, I'll go get the truck. So I walked down this. Now, the, the walkways outside Fred Myers are probably 30 feet wide. Okay. If not more. So there's plenty of room for everybody to walk. Well, I, I turned a corner, you know, I made a right turn and I'm kind of hugging the building and some ladies out there with their two kids and they're all wearing masks. She sees I doesn't, I don't, I'm not wearing a mask, pulls the kids almost into the parking lot to stay away from me because I'm not wearing a mask. I mean, this is how ridiculous this is getting. Okay. So yes, there, a lot of people are buying into the new normal and they're making it the new normal. And if it does become the new normal, it's people like that that are making it that way. It's it's fear and it's it's rhetoric that they're believing. And um, and it's always um, people that are younger than I am, because when I was younger, um, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, I think before uh, before it was all over, we probably got like six or seven inoculations. I think smallpox, um, definitely polio. And a couple of other things that we were inoculated for. Nowadays, they get upwards of 70 inoculations by the time they're 18 years old. Um, And I think that has a big effect on people. We won't go into that. That's another show for another day. But um, so anyway, the normal that I grew up with was if you got sick, you got sick, you got over it. And then you had a normal um, resistance to to the sickness. Your body built up antibodies. And to this day, if I like tomorrow, if I were to go out to try to get a new job and they wanted me to be tested, I could just say, walk up to the testing lab and say, okay, just look for titers, make sure I have titers. And they do. And they see that I've had the disease and I'm covered for it. Probably never get it again. So, and I mean, I had everything, chicken pox, chicken pox, mumps, meat, all kinds of measles, scarlet fever, scarlatina. Um, If it was out there, I caught it, believe me. 
um, and so did my sister. So uh, we're, we're pretty well resistant to many things that are out there and do not need to be um, inoculated. Thank God, because those those shots have a lot of crap in them. Uh, mercury is the worst, but, uh, you know, there are other things like fetal uh, stem cells and everything else in those injections. And uh, you want to know why kids are are um, being born with autism and stuff like that uh, more now than they ever were? Well, look at all the shots they get. We never got them, and autism was a very rare thing when I was growing up. Okay, so anyway, that's the new normal. Um, uh, it's it's an interesting word. It's it's equal. It is equal to Fauci in number because uh, uh, the public is being brainwashed to think that society will embrace this new normal. You know, wear mask, wear mask, distancing, and other things have become a temporary norm. Uh, we will be forced to think it's a permanent norm uh, for society. The next word is 149. Yeah. <laughs> well, where can you get something from that? You know, 149, big deal is a number. Okay. Well, when it's spelled out, the words 149, not the numbers, but the words, you get this. Uh, it's, an itch, it's interesting because it involves the numbers 149. Yes, it equals 149. But if we look at Isaiah 14:9, there's an interesting prophecy about an individual that the text addresses as the king of nations. The king of nations becomes weak and other kings and rulers question him. Uh, two or three verses down, the text talks about uh, a fallen Lucifer who is personified in the, the king of nations, probably the human king, possibly Nebuchadnezzar. Um, some would argue that it might be Cyrus, uh, who is addressed in, in the text. Uh, in any case, uh, that Fauci's name value equals 149, spell out the letters, uh, would equate him with the league to be in league with the king of uh, nations of the earth uh, who are weak in comparison to the king of heaven and earth. So he's almost, uh, that number almost gives them a royal title is basically what they're saying. Now the next one is called uh, the, the phrase transmigration of the soul. And if you know anything about Hinduism or Buddhism, you know that uh, what it's talking about uh, in, in the Buddhist and Hindu uh, cultures, it refers to, the soul and inner doctrine of reincarnation, where the soul of a dead person migrates from a dead person to another body that it will inhabit in another life in an endless cycle until nirvana is, is attained. I think that uh, also you could say until you reach the Brahma, um, which is the, the perfect God, the uh, the highest God in the Hindu and well, the Hindu anyway, in their um, Godhead. Uh, aside from uh, talking, aside from talking uh, to Fauci to get his deep-seated views of life, death, and the afterlife. We cannot know how he, what he believes in in regard to reincarnation. As a humanist, however, he has to believe in doing good for the common good, which is uh, basically a Buddhist and Hindu principle. And if you can mix that uh, in with the resurrection, it could be that Fauci has a warped sense and uh, a mixture of humanism, Eastern religions, and Catholicism. Um, it's not uncommon today to regard for regular Christians who are schooled in their own religion to believe in reincarnation and karma and Catholicism to, seems to take on um, the air and uh, traditions and culture of all the uh, the, the places where it uh, tries to proliferate um, that's why you know up in up in North America the Catholic Church is sort of weak because it's basically um, been um, 
grown into a um, a Protestant, basically a Protestant uh, society, which we were before Catholicism became any kind of force in this nation. So it took on more of a, um, a pr Protestant approach to the Gospels. Um, however, if you go across the border to Mexico, you see things like um, uh, people walking on their knees all the way up flights of steps and all the way into a, a cathedral so they can uh, pray and things like that. And uh, giant statues of the Virgin Mary, or they call the Guadalupe, um, the Guadalupe Virgin. Um, and uh, believe me, they they um, revere that statue more than they revere the the son that uh, Mary had that later that was born God and man and was uh, crucified, rose from the dead, and became king forevermore. Amen and amen. Um, they always seem to leave out. You leave out where Mary walks up to Jesus and asks him a favor, and he says, "Woman, what do I have to do with you?" <laughs> um, anyway. Now, there was another one that it said the incarnation of Mary Magdalene, of the Mary Magdalene. And I can't see a correlation between that and Dr. Fauci. Sorry, but I, I just, you know, I some of them might have some kind of correlation, but they don't. And I include it on here because I'm not going to make up something that is not true. Now, the next one is the phrase, the file on you complete. Now, this is interesting because Fauci is working with Bill and Melinda Gates in their foundation, um, working loosely, but working with it nonetheless. I think they're working a lot closer than, than people know, but what do I know? There's no proof of that. Um, if it is the aim of the Bill Gates Foundation or Bill Gates, who has said that he'd like to reduce Earth's population, it's his aim to produce a vaccine that might just help him to achieve that goal. In addition, the Gates Foundation, along with Rockefeller Foundation, want to implement a system where those who receive the vaccine and those who refuse it will be cataloged along with all their health information. Now, possessing the record that uh, you are compliant will give you perks, while non-compliance will put you in some kind of list where they could uh, where they could deny you many things in society, including the right to shop, obtain medical care, buy or sell. And to me, that sounds remarkably like the Mark of the Beast mentioned in the Book of Revelation. I think it might be part of the Mark of the Beast, but uh, again, the Mark of the Beast is something we won't know until it finally is brought into fruition. So to, to make any guesses is, um, in my estimation, not very smart, although some people do it and uh, and they believe what they've uh, what they've manufactured. But um, I'm, I'm from Missouri. I don't believe it till I see it, so to speak. Not really from Missouri. I'm just a, it's a show me state. So show me something if you want me to believe it. And having that kind of attitude, it's hard to be a Christian sometimes because you you want to see it uh, and not believe and not believe it on blind faith. But uh, the Lord's been working on me for 40 years, and He's really changed me a lot in that regard. Um, now another word that came up with that same numerical value was communistic lyrics. Isn't that weird? Now the first thing that came to mind when I, I read. And this match is the lyrics from the song by John Lennon titled Imagine. Um, President Trump in his speech uh, where he had Fauci as a speaker said that Dr. Fauci, and I quote, now has to leave to go back to the State Department or maybe the Deep State Department is a better name for it. That's an actual quote. That's what he said. 
Um, he was acknowledging that Fauci was involved with the deep state or the New World Order. Um, and the rest of the speech, it was hilarious because Fauci just kept his hand over his eyes like he was trying to hide. <laughs> it was. That's what I like about Trump. He's a New Yorker and he lets you know what he thinks. You know, there's no doubting what he thinks. It's it's out there for everybody to see and everybody to know. And I would much rather have a person like that around than have a little weaselly snake around, uh, i.e. Fauci, uh, like Fauci, that um, works in the shadows and then later on brings all this destruction to light. Anyway, he was acknowledging that Dr. Fauci was involved with the deep state or the New World Order. Uh, the lyrics to Imagine are important here because they lay out the plan for the implementation of the deep state's New World Order. Okay, and I've got the lyrics here. There's, they're not that many, actually. I think in the song he uh, sings them twice, so it makes the song seem twice as long. But the first part says, Imagine there's no heaven, it's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Ah, ha, ha. Um, so it's an attack on religion. Uh, one of the main aspects of the quarantine was the closing of churches and synagogues. Even when businesses opened up, the order was to keep the churches closed. And I thought it was quite interesting because since I wrote this, um, there was a, a fellow... Um, a black fellow uh, somewhere back east uh, named George, I can't remember the last name right now, um, who was killed by a policeman, and, and no doubt about it, he was murdered by the cop. Um, and uh, protests still are happening. Um, a lot of it's being put on by uh, George Soros and his Antifa group, who are basically setting the, the black community up for failure because they're going in representing them and then breaking things and looting things. And then uh, Black Lives Matter gets blamed for it. And uh, Black Lives Matter, a lot of their members have chastised these people and kicked them out. But um, <clears throat> there was um, a funeral for the fellow that had been murdered. And um, all these people could attend. I think there was thousands of people that attended this thing and um, in a church. Right. But Regular churches that just want to meet with a hundred or or so people are told we can't because uh, we might endanger our lives. So there seems to be a double standard. Also, there was a, a case where there was a rabbi that had died, and the Jewish community wanted to have a a um, a funeral for him, a shiva, and it's shiva, and um, they uh, were told that they couldn't have it. They went and had it anyway, and they caught a lot of flack for it. But I. Give them kudos for standing up to the New World Order. Okay, next part of the song. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. No religion, too. Boy, John Lennon really didn't like religion, didn't he? Just kind of like his namesake, uh, Vladimir. Um, imagine all the people living life in peace. You who who. <laughs> Uh, Fauci is no good friends with the is good friends with the World Health Organization. The deep states uh, focused on medical information coming from the, um, the WHO. The data f uh, from American and other nationalistic doctors was dismissed and ridiculed. Um, case in point, the WHO said there was no validity to using um, hydrochloroquine along with azithromycin, which many doctors used and cured the people. But since the WHO said it didn't work, um, everybody's supposed to believe it. And um, and all our leaders, except for President Trump, seem to believe that, too, because it's what the WHO said. Anyway, um, 
And then he says in this song, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Well, the goal is for the world to live as one, meaning one world, uh, one system, um, and it's dismantling of nation states, which is what they're trying as hard as heck to do with the United States and some nations in Europe, too. And nations all over the world, but they they know if they take down the United States that everything else is going to fall like uh, like a house of cards or like a tip domino in a procession of dominoes. They used to call it the domino effect when uh, when uh, communism was a threat. You take down one nation and all the nations around it go too. Um, the song continues. A matter imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger or brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You who who? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. This song just really ticks me off, and I got to poke a little bit at it. So no possessions become possible when people have no jobs because of a quarantine. In addition, children are sometimes taken from parents that do not comply with the orders of the government, uh, the orders of the elite, and uh, those who want freedom are not... Um, are not validified for their, what they want. Um, song continues. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Uh, and I say against, again, a call for those to be one, one earth without nation states. Now, we will never know if Fauci reveres this song, but his actions are helping to bring about the realization of a one world order. Now, the next word that came up um, was the word Burnsville. B-U-R-N-S-V-A-L-L-E. Now, a cursory look at the meaning of the name Fauci found at Ancestry.com yielded the following meaning. It's a southern Italian name, a metro, metronymic uh, occupational name for a sickle maker. If you don't know what a sickle is, it's the thing that uh, a reaper uses to gather wheat, to cut the wheat. Um, or someone um, who used a sickle, actually, is the other meaning. It's uh, from the Sicilian Fauci, which means sickle. A sickle is a metaphor in a me, is metaphorical in sense that the scripture says that God will cause an angel to harvest the earth. Harvest is done with the sickle before modern harvesting tools were invented. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on record as saying that um, both Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci will profit greatly from COVID-19 vaccine. Bill Gates has said that the earth is overpopulated. I've mentioned that earlier and that the population must be reduced. And what a better way than a vaccine that could lead to the death of millions, if not billions. At the right, at the height of the COVID outbreak, many nations cremated the bodies of their dead victims of the virus or the contagion, especially in Italy, where they dug mass graves and just set all the bodies on fire. So with Fauci promoting a vaccine that Gate helps to produce will cause the burning of corpses in numbers that now is hard to imagine. Fauci uh, reefs the people with his sickle, Gates kills them or sends them to the burn pile, and the population is reduced, just like Gates would like to see happen. Another name that came up uh, with that value is Andy Sullivan, and I found no correlation at this time. Have to remain true to the... Um, purpose of this uh, document. Now, the next name that came up was Greek goddess, the Holy Sophia. Uh, the, the origin of the name Sophia are Greek. Uh, Sophia was a Greek goddess of wisdom, 
Another word associated with Sophia is Gnosticism or worldly wisdom. Anthony Fauci is on record as saying that he doesn't consider himself a Catholic, but a humanist. A humanist is someone that elevates mankind to godhood and man's wisdom to eternal wisdom. So that's fairly plain and simple. Another word that came up that has the same numerical value or phrase is the devil and his angels. Ooh. <laughs> you know, boom. Let's do a boom on that one. A Q, QAnon boom. Okay. This one is self-explanatory. Uh, before the flood of Noah's time, it's said that the fallen angels gave technology to mankind. Uh, some of that knowledge was genetic manipulation. Any vaccine for COVID will no doubt involve RNA manipulation. If it is a virus, because that's what viruses do. They enter a cell, mimic the cell, and then go out into the body. And mimicking the cell, the body does not attack them um, until the body finally gets smart and... Uh, and does that uh, with a vaccination or without one. Um, another one, Illuminati members do not eat meat. Now, this is not substantiated, but Fauci is known to hobnob with Illuminati members. And I have a picture here. Um, you can't see it, obviously. This is a radio show. And if you can, then get out of my room because you're, um, you're here without my permission. And I will not have... Um, travelers in my room so i rebuke you in the name of jesus anyway in the picture there's three ladies or three women these are not ladies if you belong to illuminati you're not a lady you're a woman um irene diamond uh, leonor annaberg and brooke astor um, the second row we have judy woodruff which is a she's a correspondent and next to her is anthony fauci next to him tom brokaw Next to him, George Soros, the big bad MFer. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Strike that. Uh, the big bad wolf when it comes to um, the, uh, the, pro the promotion of uh, socialism around the world. Uh, next to him is um, a lady called Mamfella Ramfali. No idea who she is. Um, did I mention Barbara Walters and David McCullough? And we have Richard D. Parsons standing here. David Rockefeller, surprise, surprise. Bill Gates Sr., Ted Turner, and Bill Moyers. Man, you can't get more. I don't think that nature would allow more evil people in one room. Um, again, these are Illuminati. These are people that probably uh, take in adrenochrome. I have no doubt that they do. Um, <laughs> the three broads that are sitting down look like they're about 100 years old, but they're trying to act young. It's really crazy. But um, And it, I guess this was a ceremony for the Carnegie Medal of Philanthropy 2001. So, yeah, it would be. Uh, Fauci looks pretty young there. But uh, anyway, he's in number with Illumin all the Illuminati members, so. Take that for what it's worth. And you can find that anywhere. Just type in Fauci and Illuminati and you're going to find this picture anywhere on the Internet. Unless they pull it down after this show. Anyway, um, <clears throat> there's another phrase that's called wasn't me. Um, Fauci has a history of abuse towards fellow scientists that find evidence that suggests that his theories are not factual. There's a Dr. Judy Mikovits um, and she's such a person. 
Uh, he ruined her, had her jailed, but denies that there was a problem between the two. In essence, he's saying it wasn't me. Um, in addition, uh, the term wasn't me can also be attributed to Fauci as seeing that in scientific circles, discoveries are almost always found by teams of scientists, not individual scientists. And usually credit is given to all of them. But in Fauci's case, it's always him as his inventions. And he's been known to take credit for the work of others. Let's see where this one, uh, one of his ideas goes. Um, or when, let's see, let me go start again. Let's see if when one of his ideas or inventions goes awry, he cries out, wasn't me. Kind of reminds me of Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. Well, if you, uh, you if you redefine sex, then you're telling the truth. But again, we're getting into word games and manipulations that uh, that the left and uh, socialists and everybody else are really adept at uh, doing. Um, I don't think one of them knows what reality is. They've gone so far into the onto the other side into the darkness that. They can't comprehend what light is anymore, or if they do see light, it hurts them. Um, another word that comes up is, uh, or a phrase is, ignorance is violence. Now, we can see that this is evidence in the life of the and mission of Fauci. First, though, we have to clarify that there are at least two types of ignorance, willful and unwillful. Unwillful occurs because a person or people do not know the data involved. A good example would be why people believe the mainstream media. They've been taught that the mainstream media tells the truth, so they believe that what they're told by the mainstream media is the truth. On the other hand, willful, willful ignorance would be exemplified by someone accepting what the mainstream media says, knowing full well that the mainstream media has an agenda that confirms the, their twisted look at reality. They willingly believe a lie uh, Chuck Mister called it dumb on purpose. Uh, they willingly believe a lie to promote their agenda. Uh, where Fauci is concerned, uh, he willingly accepts faulty data because he knows that the faulty data will promote, promote the New World Order. His willingness to accept lies as the truth further his agenda um, and promotes the death of patients that could have been saved using other medication regimen and or the vaccine that he's waiting for uh, Bill Gates to produce uh, though Gates, uh, through Gates' funding. Uh, but uh, let's see, uh, we'll promote violence because it will promote the death of many people. Uh, violence, um, which, which is violence, uh, or the tracking of such people for a later roundup of such people uh, and the death thereof at a later time. There's rumor that maybe they're I don't know how true it is, but maybe they're putting a little chip inside of each uh, injection that would help to follow people around. Um, the word excavating came up. Now, I self-define this because I used to be a construction worker. Excavating is defined as digging to find hidden truths, uh, like archaeologists, or to make a level area for construction. It's no secret that Fauci is a player for the deep state. President Trump and other patriots have put roadblocks, ditches, and fortifications in place that the deep state is finding hard to overcome and maneuver. Uh, with one manufactured crisis, Fauci has leveled out the playing field, or should I say the battlefield for the deep state, to proceed in ousting President Trump and or fighting him on, a le on the level battleground. Um, not going to win, though.
not going to win because you're fighting God, actually. But anyway, um, the next one came up was kind of weird. Bernanke is Leviathan. Now, we have to have a little introduction, um, and that's in order here. Uh, ben Bernanke was the chairman of the Federal Reserve for two terms. He's known as an anti-deflationist. To put it simple in simpler terms, he's in, in favor of, of inflation and thinks that inflation is good for the economy. Inflation means that prices on everything rise for people like you and me. Inflation leads to higher interest rates for us when we try to buy houses or automobiles. And it usually is accompanied by higher taxes, which are used to pay the Federal Reserve in the long run anyway for their help, which really isn't help. <laughs> Picture um, you paying a waitress for a a bigger, a bigger tip for worse service. And do you get it now? <laughs> uh, Leviathan is found in the Bible. In the Old Testament, Leviathan, or Leviathan, tomato, tomato, appears in Psalm 74:14 as a multi-headed sea serpent that is killed by God and given as food to the Hebrews in the wilderness. In Isaiah 27:1, Leviathan is a serpent and is a symbol of, symbol of Israel's enemies who will be slain by God. In uh, Job 41, it is a sea monster and a symbol of God's power of creation. So to put it together, Bernanke is a creature with great power, like the chairman of the Federal Reserve, which he was, that God hates and kills in two accounts. The power of Bernanke or Leviathan will be broken and trodden under the feet of Yahweh or yod heh which indicates that God will somehow do away with the Federal Reserve and, and uh, the pro-inflation system that Bernanke has built out of stone. So what does this have to do with Stephen Fauci? Fauci is uh, to the medical world where Bernanke was to the financial world. Fauci is setting up a system where we'll all be under his authority and under the, under the guise of the CDC um, or WHO or takeover of our health system by the World Health Organization, uh, who Fauci is very comfortable and close and t- with and tied to. Well, a scant few want a vaccine for COVID-19, and anyone with sense knows that um, this infection will burn itself out sooner or later, like they all do. Uh, Fauci will have a medical uh, inflation force upon Americans. Uh, Fauci is the leviathan of the medical world. He seems mighty now, and his words seem almost as messianic in nature. But uh, at the right time, Fauci's plans will come to an end and he will be killed by Yodhe Vave or Yahweh, much like in the real world. Uh, Trump has taken over the Federal Reserve and is quietly converting our monetary system to one that's under the gold standard. Um, He's actually merging it with the Treasury. I have no doubt that somehow Trump will come up with a cure. Well, he already has for COVID-19. And it will be the standard for cure, not the Gates Fauci vaccine. I'm telling you, the hydrochloroquine with the azithromycin works, and they should be using that, but they don't want to. <clears throat> Moving right along, because I have to. It is after 12 now, oh my goodness. <clears throat> the word blood work came up as an equivalent. <clears throat> Scripture is quite clear that the life is in the blood. Uh, there are reliable rumors going around that people who have gotten over the COVID-19 infection have antibodies that can help COVID-sick people to recover at a very fast rate. Fauci is very well aware of this, but he resists or is willfully ignorant about the successes of plasma therapy. He will ignore the blood curing aspect of plasma therapy. So blood work, 
having the same gematric value of is an antithesis to the name Fauci or his purpose, that is. Okay, now here's what I really had to look up. Um, but it's interesting. The word is sin, sin, I'm going to spell it S Y N E N T A S Y. Synesthesy. Now, I love the medical terminology class because it made us break down words into prefixes, were, uh, root words, and suffixes. Um, and when you can break these things down, you can understand medical terms real easy. Uh, researching this word, however, was not easy. There are only three words in the English language, you know, that I guess originate from the Greek that end in A-S-Y. Um, one of those words is apostasy, uh, which means being in the condition of being apostate in nature. A search of that word, synesthesy, never yielded a formal word. There's a song with that title. However, I was uh, not looking for a song. The song is played by a, a group or, or an individual called Flexus Quo. And it's a song that a synthesizer made, so there's no words. So even if I was looking for the song, there are no words to equate with uh, Anthony Fauci. Um, <clears throat> and uh, let's see, I'm going to see if I go into this down here. Uh, I don't, and if I do, it'll just be double. Uh, but I did listen to it. I didn't want to listen very long because I could hear chanting. And uh, yeah, I have to have it in there. Anyway, um, a look at the meaning of the Latin Greek prefix, root word, and suffix yielded something interesting. The prefix sin, S-Y-N, means to be in the same area or one thing reacting with another in a close bonding or condition. The word E-N-T means of all things a humanoid troll-like creature. The suffix A-S-Y, as mentioned before, means basically a condition of. Putting them all together, the word synesthesy means to be in a condition where one has a close bonding with humanoid troll-like creature. On a funny note, Fauci is a small man, so maybe he is a small troll-like creature that can morph into a human form. Or probably better yet, uh, better meaning is that a small troll-like creature is in communion with Fauci and gives him his medical prowess and um, his almost magical way of hanging on through every very different administrations and presidents while being the champion of each. Also knowing that he hobnobs excuse me, with the likes of Rothschilds, Rockefellers, gives uh, better credence to the latter explanation. Another name that came up, Evil Trillionaire. Now, as of this writing there, or today, let's just put it that way, there are no individuals, known anyway, nobody that we know, that are worth a trillion dollars. <clears throat> However, if you look at companies that are close to being worth a trillion dollars, the first is on the list is Apple, which is worth about $900 billion. But guess which company is second in line? If you said Microsoft, then go get yourself a cigar and toast your prowess. You can even have a little sip of uh, brandy with the cigar if you want to, if that's your thing. Um, as you know, Bill, and I want to re Bill, who says I want to reduce Earth's population, Gates, founded Microsoft, and my guess is that he owns a major share of the company. He's worth several hundred uh, billion dollars. Uh, Microsoft and Gates are so intertwined that it's not hard to imagine that if Gates pulled out of Microsoft, the company would fold and or, and or take um, 
decades to recover. Uh, in addition to Gates, uh, Gates's desire to control Earth's population, he also has software to make it possible, or he could write it very easily or have it written for him. In his little girly hands, he holds the keys to accomplish his goal. And quite easily, if Yohei Vavhe or Yahweh decided not to war uh, with Leviathan. <clears throat> so where is Fauci involved in all this? Simple. He's in league with Gates. Um, with Fauci's knowledge and Gates's money and software capability, they could literally control every human on the face of the earth, perhaps by injecting them with the tiny chips within the COVID vaccination, if that's possible, uh, that it seems that everyone will be required to take. Uh, he uses, uh, okay, there's another word here. He uses unholy magic. And I almost missed that because I didn't bold it. Okay. Of all the terms, this is the easiest one to define or an easier one to define. We were told in the book of First Enoch that the fallen angels gave mankind many of the secrets of heaven when they came to earth and manipulated mankind. Interesting read, too. Oh, I know. You don't like Enoch because it's not one of the 66 books of the Bible. But it's one of the books is one of the books in the Ethiopian Bible. So, hey, um, anyway, one of those secrets was the manipulation of genetic structures. <clears throat> Enoch tells us that mankind created all sorts of chimaras before the flood of Noah's time. Some of these are exhibited in the machinations of the Greek gods and mythology, you know, like the body of a goat and or the, and the the lower body of a goat and the upper body of a man or so, you know, or the centaur or satyr, all those different things that existed. The pegasus, a horse with wings, you know, things like that. Uh, there are probably memories of creatures created before the flood and perhaps even after the flood. What I'm trying to get at here is that uh, gene manipulation was used in the past. And Yeshua told us that when he returns, the world will be much like it was when, during the days of Noah. Hence, more of gene manipulation, right? not hard to figure out that having been said uh, we've been told that the virus uh, we've been told that viruses as well as bacteria have been genetically manipulated they don't even try to hide it anymore uh, we're told that part of the vaccination process is to alter the way that the virus hides itself by using its hosts its hosts DNA, uh, excuse me rna uh, this sort of thing is is what Gates is funding, and Fauci is advocating it as a cure for COVID-19. In addition, there's no telling what else will be in the vaccine. If one were to believe what is readily available to read about current vaccinations, it's one scary subject. Concoctions conjured up by scientists using technology and unholy magic given to them by the same or similar fallen angels that perverted mankind before the flood. Another name that came up was Catherine Valentin. I couldn't find no connection, so but it's there. Maybe there'll be a connection in the future. Another word that came up or words was narcissistic bully. And I encourage you to watch a, a video on YouTube by Dr. Judy Mikovits and get to it before they take it away. <laughs> uh, she was fired by Fauci because she questioned his morals and ethics, where research and development are concerned, and some of the things that she invented he stole. Uh, not only did he fire her, he had her jailed and ruined her financially. There are not a lot of actions of good, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, these are not the actions of a good research doctor, but the actions of a narcissistic bully, probably one with sociopathic traits. Uh, another word is Heyuan City, that's spelled H-E-Y-U-A-N, City. 
It's in China. Uh, companies such as Sparkling Technologies and Alpha Pack produce face masks and medical, for medical purposes. Uh, maybe Fauci changed his mind on face masks because he got, has an interest in those companies. I know he's vested in some of them over there. Another uh, <clears throat> phrase that comes up for him is insane delusions of grandeur. Now, it's no secret that Dr. Fauci knows that hydrochloroquine and azithromycin combination cure people of COVID infection. Yet Fauci denies this and is critical of those who present it as being true. He even criticized the president about it. Uh, we are told that a vaccine is maybe a year or two away. Holding back on medicine that's proven to work on COVID-19 in lieu of waiting for a vaccine that might never come into existence is an insane notion. Not just insane, but genocidal in nature. There are accounts of Fauci made by prior co-workers and employees that Fauci has the my way or highway mentality and that he considers himself special. He seems to fit in whatever crowd that he's in at the moment. For instance, he once worked with both leftist and American presidents. Um, I don't think that Democrats are Americans. Uh, so anyway, uh, they're anything but as uh, as though his mission is so far above that even his bosses, um, it doesn't matter to bother him. Uh, his latest brainchild is the vaccination that Gates is promoting. It's caused him to put a brakes on all other alternatives so that he so that he. Uh, will become as famous and leave a legacy along with Gates that they saved the world, even though countless numbers of people will have died waiting for the vaccine and or and, and can't using other cures, and even greater will die after it is released for injection into the American and international public, who many will probably drop like flies because it'll, it will be a vaccine that will not be vetted uh, with tests and studies and everything else. And all the needed FDA guidelines for blind and double blind studies. Another word that came up was abuses of the Catholic Church. Now, whether uh, Anthony suffered abuses while pra practicing Roman Catholicism may never be known. He is a professed humanist. Like I said, he does not have a big problem. He does have a big problem with germs that are passed along during the administration of the wafer and the wine. He even wrote a letter to the Pope telling him that it bothered him and that the wine should not be shared. Um, another word that came up is yod heh vav -Hey, or Yahweh, I am God. It's spelled Y-H-V-H, I-M, and then G-D. Remember, there, um, maybe I didn't tell you, but um, in modern Jewish uh, society, you don't spell out the whole word God because it's seen as an insult and because the name is too too um, mighty and too majestic to be able to spell out holy. So they they, they write GD for God. Um, Fauci is a professional humanist. He's made comments about wanting to do good without having to worry about getting credit for his good deeds or punishments for things that he might get wrong. It must be noted that professional humanists are in effect atheistic in nature. They put humanity into a God box, trying to attain godliness, but denying the power behind godliness. Atheists believe that mankind can elevate themselves to a godlike position. So the phrase Yahweh, I'm God, is not is not a statement that Fauci is reciting from 
from Scripture uh, in worship of El Elyon or God Almighty. It's a statement that Fauci thinks that he is a god in his own right. Now, that's a, that's a, me taking a guess at that. But if he's a humanist, he probably believes that. And the last one is Alpha, Beta, Proxima, Centauri. Now, I took the opportunity to research if there are any beings claiming to come from this star system, you know, because people channel these things all the time. And supposedly there are some who channel uh, through mediums <clears throat> stating that they come from there. Knowing as we do that aliens are not extraterrestrials, but fallen spiritual beings, mostly angels, in other dimensions, it's possible that these beings, fallen angels, are involved in giving Gates and Fauci the recipe for a COVID-19 vaccine. But God's not going to allow it to happen until the time's right. Uh, imagine, imagine if you would. Oh, I'm sorry. See, I didn't capital. I didn't bold that. Okay. Another uh, word that came up is image of the invisible God. So there are two more. Sorry about that. Aside from trying to circumvent the actions of God Almighty, I really can't make any correlation between Fauci and this phrase. Um, now the other one is Jesus Mammon. Now um, this seems to me to be an edict that Fauci needs to listen to. Either you choose Jesus, which is eternal bliss, or you choose Mammon, the demonic entity that is overworldliness over uh, worldly acquisitions of money, power, and fame. Since Fauci had a very devout father who loved Jesus dearly, he was a very devout Catholic, that is, uh, he had to hear sermons about God versus power and money. It's clear that the humanist Anthony Fauci has chosen the latter. I should say the former. Anyway, um, so here we have, a, we finished up the word, um, Comparisons, uh, numerical values of Anthony Stephen Fauci and words that uh, equate to the same numerical value in Hebrew gematria. Okay, let's take a look at how we're doing on time because, ooh, one hour and 34 minutes. You know what? I think I'm going to put this off. Uh, we have a radio show tomorrow, Jim and Eric and I. Um, and in that show, we're going to talk about, um, you know, we, we all read QAnon and we all read all these different people that um, claim to have all this information. And a lot of it's true, you know, um, e even to the point where there's there's Christians that call themselves prophets um, that are coming out with things. And a lot of that's coming out to be true also. But um, when it comes to QAnon, we're always told to trust the plan, to trust that faith in the plan, uh, to have faith in Trump and things like that. And um, I'm sorry, I can only have faith in Jesus Christ. Um, and if what these guys are saying falls in line with the word of God, then hallelujah, I'll take it uh, to be authentic. But um, that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow night. Who do you have faith in? Basically, who's your daddy? Is QAnon your daddy, um, or is Jesus Christ, or I should say, uh, Father God your daddy? So, um, show starts at 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, 9.30 Eastern tomorrow, and that's going to be our subject matter. And you can find it on Spreaker.com forward slash opposing dash the dash matrix. 
Um, we usually get started about uh, 6.35 Pacific time or 9.35 Eastern, um, just to let people be able to get in and settle in before we start. And uh, we've been notorious for starting late, so that kind of gives us a little extra cushion. But anyway, um, so we've looked at this. Uh, I, I also have uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, oh, who did I just finish? To, oh, I didn't finish him. So there's Nancy Pelosi um, that we have to do also. And that'll be another show. And I am currently working on... Um, that's for the life of me. I can't find it here. It's right on my desktop. But, oh, Charles Ellis Schumer. Let me see real quick. Yeah, I haven't finished that one, so we're not going to do that one. So maybe I'll just save Nancy Pelosi for another time. But um, anyway, I, thought, I hope you found it interesting that um, that uh, Gamatria shows that uh, names have uh, equivalent number values of other names and some of those number of values and names are are very interesting and they describe exactly what the person's doing uh they describe the person's personality um and everything else so um that having been said i'm going to go ahead and sign off it is uh a little after 12:30 in the morning here on monday the um 22nd of july or june excuse me and i have to get the show on the air uh, or uploaded so um anyway <clears throat> be blessed and uh, we will see you tomorrow if you so decide to uh, come and listen or you can also download it and and never forget that uh if you miss uh you can't get on speaker or um we're going to be on we have our shows on pod um, podbean also and we're going to be starting to use podbean pretty soon but um if you can't get the shows anywhere else you can get them on um Go to delusionresistance.org, and at the top you'll see a link for the Radio Show and Archive page as opposed to the Matrix. And you can get every show that we did from the end of uh, 2010 until present date. So, And there are lots of them. So um, I apologize for the crudeness of the early ones because we didn't know what we were doing a lot of times. And we had some uh, what I consider now to be kind of funny errors uh, technology-wise and things like that. Um, but um, anyway, I, I don't want to ramble on anymore. So have a good night. Have a good um, day tomorrow. And uh, be blessed in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name. And uh, talk to you soon. Good night or good morning, as the case may be.